0: Daniel and Vicky Hagedorn for preparing kids for life at pk4l.com and our podcast is for all things parenting. You know as parents ourselves my wife and I have the same fears every parent has which is basically some form of do I have what it takes to be a good parent but along the way we discovered some time-tested principles that empowered us with the mindset and the map to overcome those fears and to replace our insecurities with confidence. And that's why my wife and I want every parent to reclaim their rightful place as the number one expert on their own kids. We want every parent to be able to give their children a childhood they won't have to recover from and to prepare them for life as the best version of themselves. So our podcast is really just our way of paying it forward. And at PK4L, we are committed to walking alongside your journey as your personal outfitters, guides, and allies. Every step of the way. So the sixth C is contribution and we're going to describe contribution as the self-understanding of your personal value in the world as well as the value you could bring to others. And I think when we understand that this serves as a source of purpose and motivation. I think when children understand that they can make a difference then what that does is it advances their competence and their confidence. You know, we live in a time where I think we vastly underestimate kids. One thing I learned from teaching high school for 16 years is that generally speaking, kids are not lazy. However, they do not have very much interest in time-wasting exercises. And to be fair about it, who does? But if there is something truly meaningful, if there is a way for them to make a difference, they are an unstoppable force. One of the things I would do because I taught history is I would describe to my students all of these teenagers throughout history who've made an incredible difference. And rather than pull that catalog out, I just went online and I looked at some of the things that kids are doing. And it's incredible. It's incredible. When we give them something meaningful to contribute, man, do they ever come through. There's a young man by the name of Calvin Doe. He's one of Sierra Leone's most famous inventors. And he got started when he began looking for ways to fix local problems with technology. Uh, And he did this as an 11-year-old. And this is just five years after the country's volatile civil war had ended. So by the age of 13, he was powering neighborhood houses with batteries made out of acid, soda, and metal in a tin cup. He went on to build a community radio station out of recycled parts that he powered with a generator also made from reused materials. David Singh, he's a PhD student at MIT uh, in the Media Lab, And also, Kelvin's mentor said this, in Sierra Leone, suddenly other people feel like they can be like Kelvin. And that's an amazing thing. 11-year-old boy, then by the age of 13, he's powering a radio station. It's incredible. When we unlock the children's natural desire to make a contribution, man, do amazing things happen. There's another young man by the name of Jalen Arnold, after being diagnosed with Tourette's Syndrome, Asperger's, and OCD, he was bullied by his peers for being different. And he found that the anxiety he suffered as a result of the bullying actually worsened the symptoms of his disabilities. And so that led Jalen to found the Jalen Challenge Foundation, which has educated more than 100,000 kids on recognizing bullying behavior and understanding each other's differences. Probably one of the most well-known is, and I hope I'm saying this right, but Malala Yousafzai. At 17, Yousafzai became the youngest Nobel Prize laureate for humanitarian efforts. She had captured the world's attention after being shot by the Taliban in Pakistan on her way to school simply because she was advocating for women pursuing education. And she's currently working towards a bachelor's degree at Oxford's Lady Margaret Hall and also continuing her charity work through her organization, the Malala Fund. An amazing woman. I mean, wow. There's, and again, I hope I'm saying this right Isbek Masih. Masih was a Pakistani boy who escaped child slavery at the age of 10 and then became a leader in the movement to put an end to it once and for all. He helped over 3,000. Thousand children escaped bondage and traveled the globe speaking out against the issue. Masi was assassinated when he was just 12 years old. And roughly 800 people attended his funeral service. However, his legacy continues to live on. In 2009, Congress started an annual award in his name that's given to activists who are fighting to end child labors. This is... I mean we could go on and on and on but the point is when we just look at kids and the potential they have and we're we're helping cultivate that potential and we're using the 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 other 5 Cs in building this into them they reach a place where they are ready to contribute every child has something to contribute something now maybe it isn't as you know, glorified in a sense as some of these things that get national or even international attention, but it's nonetheless important and it matters. So some of the ways that you can cultivate your child's desire to contribute is to communicate to them that, you know, a lot of people in the world do not have what they need. In paying close attention to our kids, we see their passions, we see their skill set, and we can get them to connect to ways that they can actually use that talent or use that skill set. And in doing so, they can give the world something that it needs. Obviously, and we talk about this really with each of the six C's, but we have to stress the importance of serving others and certainly talk to our kids about that. But the best way to do it is by modeling generosity ourselves letting them see us participate in how we contribute to the world and then just contributing opportunities for the child to contribute in some specific way maybe it's a volunteer project somewhere maybe it's serving in a soup kitchen downtown maybe it's <clears throat> helping the homeless maybe it's maybe it's a lot of things but the point is is that you you bring the child to this realization they have something to contribute because they have something that matters because they matter. You know, one of the things, again, that I learned in teaching is that children live either up or down to our expectations. You know, I remember one year giving a class that the administrators kind of pulled me aside and said, well, you know, uh, we're going to give you these kids, they kind of are, Uh, behavioral issues for some of the other teachers and we're just going to kind of put them all in your class. We just wanted to make sure we gave you a heads up. Of course, they didn't ask me for permission. They just sort of gave me a heads up. But it's interesting because, you know, I have long believed that kids will rise or fall to your expectations. And so I treated this class the exact same way I treated any of my classes. I didn't treat, oh, well, this was my delinquent class. I didn't do that. I treated these kids the same way that I treated all my kids and I expected them to do well. I expected them to give their best. And you know, I didn't reach every single kid, but there were a lot of kids in that class that thrived, that did really well. And they did well, not because I was some super star teacher, they did well because they knew I believed in them and they knew that I believed they could do their best. You know, I would always tell my students in all my classes, in all the years that I taught, look, I don't care what happens in other classes. In this class, you have a fresh slate. I don't care what happened last year, last month, last week. When you come into this class, you have a fresh slate. You are starting new with me. I am not looking at you as some sort of delinquent. I'm looking at you as a student. I'm looking at you as a young man or a young woman who has potential. I want to help you experience that potential. And you know, again, I, I didn't reach every kid. No teacher can. But a lot of my kids they listened and, and what made them listen was they knew I was serious about it. And the way that I, they knew I was serious about it is because I modeled it. I was consistent. And so part of how we pull contribution out of our, our kids and help them make that contribution is to show a consistent belief in them. To show them that, you know, this isn't lip service. I'm, I'm not just saying this because I wanna hear myself talk. I'm saying this because I believe in you. And so, this idea of children living up or down to our expectations, that's exactly why it's so crucial for them to, one, know they're believed in, and two, know they're unconditionally loved. But, that being said, they also need to learn that the universe doesn't revolve around them or owe them everything they desire, right? There is a contribution they have to make. In fact, I'm going to suggest that the number one reason why any of us are given the gifts we are is because of how those gifts can serve other people. And in the process of serving other people, we experience the full magnitude of our gift and the blessing that comes. It is, it is a very true thing. It is more blessed to give than receive. And I think all of us in our heart of hearts, yes. Do we enjoy getting stuff? Do we enjoy receiving gifts? Of course we do. But at the end of the day, I think that almost all of us would agree, but what really feels awesome is giving someone a gift you know they're going to enjoy and appreciate. And that is actually brings more joy to our hearts than getting something. So, the sixth C is contribution. And when our child understands their personal value in the world, Their eyes open up to see the value they could bring to others. And there is no more powerful motivation and nothing which gives greater sense of purpose than contribution. And when a child knows they can personally make a difference, their competence and confidence, in fact, all of the rest of the C's grows exponentially. Thank you so much for listening. You know, we know there are literally hundreds and thousands of podcasts out there and we appreciate the precious gift of your time. Be sure to check out our website, pk4l.com for more resources and click on the link in the show description to download your free ebook, Building an Emotionally Healthy Home as our gift to you. Remember, we're with you every step of the way. Until next time, have a great day. Thank you.